Good morning, Shema. Good morning. This week's Torah portion is entitled Beshalah, and mean, that means when he sent, and it covers Exodus chapter 13 through 17. As Israel leaves Egypt for the promised land, Adonai decides not to take them from point A to point B by the shortest possible route. Instead, he leads them on an indirect route in a pillar of smoke by day and a pillar of fire by night. To the Egyptians, however, it appears that Israel is wandering aimlessly through the desert. So Pharaoh takes the opportunity to harden his heart one more time and attempts to recapture them. He pursues them with his military forces, thinking that he has them pinned against the sea. But God had other plans. In that moment, the Israelis see it the same way, that they're trapped with the Red Sea in front of them and the army of Egypt behind them, and they were absolutely terrified. I mean, wouldn't you be? I would be. I was in the military, and I would be terrified in a situation like that. In their panic, they turned against Moses, blaming him for their predicament, and accused him of leading them to certain death. Moses turns to Adonai, pleading for help, and Adonai simply responds to them, Why do you cry out to me? Tell the people of Israel to move forward. So Moses extends his staff and the waters of the Red Sea part, allowing the Israelis to cross on dry ground with a wall of water on each side. Suddenly, the nation of Israel is transformed from passive victims to active witnesses of Adonai's power as they walk bravely in the midst of the sea, marching forward through a completely dry seabed. At daybreak, the pillar of smoke is lifted, and the Egyptian army rushed in after them. But just as soon as Israel had all crossed safely, God then released the waters, and Pharaoh's military's might is utterly destroyed as his army with its chariots and horsemen are swallowed up by the Red Sea. Because of God's awe-inspiring display of power, the Israelis sing a song of praise and adoration led by Moses and Miriam. This song is more than an expression of fleeting joy or emotion. It's an anthem of enduring faith that is recited publicly every year from the Torah. Once on Shabbat Shirah, the Sabbath of song when this parasha is read, basically today, and on the seventh day of Pesach, or Passover, when the miracle of the splitting of the Red Sea is commemorated. Despite this great outpouring of faith, the Israelis would face many challenges and hardships in the wilderness. Three days after crossing the Red Sea, in the midst of the desert, the people couldn't find any water. When they arrive at the Marah, they are thirsty, but the water they find there is very bitter. Adonai shows Moses a tree to throw into the water to cure it of bitterness. The tree makes the water sweet and good to drink. Another challenge they faced in the wilderness was the depletion of food that they carried out of Egypt. By the 15th day of the second month, they were looking for food, or they were looking for the food that they had in Egypt, and they began to grumble and complain. In response, God gives them manna, and later he would give them quail. At Rephidim, the Israelis quarrel and test God, demanding water. And in response to their need, God commands Moses to speak to a rock so that water is miraculously provided for him. At this same place, the Amalekites attack Israel. And there have been a lot of comparisons between the Amalekites and Hamas. I won't go into that right now. During the battle, the Israelis prevail as long as Moses holds up his hands with the staff of God. But when he becomes tired and lowers his arms, the Amalekites prevail. 
Seeing this, Aaron and Hur come beside Moses and hold his arms up. In this way, Moses' hands remained steady until sunset, and Joshua overcame the Amalekite army with the sword. Our parasha ends here with, the, with Moses building an altar and calling it, The Lord is my banner. So from Israel's perspective, they were pinned against the Red Sea with a deadly army coming to destroy them. But God had this very moment planned out long before it came to pass. Hysteria, panic, and looking for somebody to blame might be our first and natural human reaction to a crisis. But God would have us learn to cry out to him and trust him to fight our battles. Yet trusting God has to be paired with the courage to act. It took courage to walk out into the parted water and faith to realize that it would not close on them. I don't know how true this is. I have heard, I've heard it said before that the water didn't actually part until they went into it and it was kind of chest high. Again, I don't know how true that is. That's just something I heard. But can you imagine the amount of faith that it would take from people to actually do that? But that's what God is looking for. He is looking for that kind of faith out of us. This act of courage marked the beginning of their transition from slavery to freedom. Just like the Israelis at the Red Sea, we need to overcome any type of slave or victim mentality. We need to walk in faith so that we can possess the birthright that Yeshua has given us. We're not slaves or beggars or second-class citizens but we're children of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We must become people who confidently step out in faith, trusting God to direct our footsteps. Fears, doubts, and insecurities can paralyze us, but just as it's pointless to try to steer a parked car, we can't expect direction if we're passive and refuse to move forward. The response of the Israelis to the challenges and hardships that they faced in the wilderness serve as an example and a warning for all Messianic Jews and Christians alike. Even though God brought them out of Egypt and worked great miracles on their behalf, because of their unbelief, all except Joshua and Caleb from that generation perished in the wilderness. When we meet challenges and face hardships or realize that Adonai is not leading us on the easiest route possible, we have to hold on to our confidence that Yeshua will meet our every need and see us through every battle, no matter how desperate the situation looks. Shabbat Shalom, everyone. Shabbat shalom.